You're listening to a podcast from 702. Going out to Anna Trapido on our food feature this morning. Good morning to you, Anna. Hello, Miss P. Hello. We hello, are, hello. We are looking at a very interesting... Is it their first year, this Soweto uh, slow movement, is it? No, it's the third year. Oh, the it's third the, It's the Soweto... Well, it's the slow food movement, Johannesburg. Okay. okay? That um, slow food is an international movement that they deal with, you know, trying to promote food that is what their phrase is good, clean and fair. So that means food that's ethically produced, Mm -hmm. that's healthy, that's affordable, that promotes um, traditional and heritage flavors, you know, and... um, what they do is all over the world, they have these things called eat-ins. Um, and the Soweto eat-in is a celebration of both what Soweto growers and, and food producers are are making um, and all that deliciousness, but also they've got delegates who've come from all over the country. Mm. So, you know, that there are old people who've brought... Um, uh, teas made from indigenous trees in Limpopo, and there's people from the Western Cape who've brought num num berry jams, and there's ladies from Venda who are selling grilled lake fish, and there's all sorts of interesting heritage vegetables that have been grown in urban spaces on in the edge of Soweto, and you know, so it's it's a it's a celebration mm. of all that is delicious and good and clean and fair and South African. Um, and it's at the Soweto Theatre today. Oh, lovely. You were there last year. What was your, what, I mean, how did it go down? You know, it was absolutely lovely. But it was, you know, so often um, one has a sense of, you know, uh, you know, why are we squabbling and fighting and South Africans are finding reasons to divide themselves. But what is, fantastic about the slow food movement is it's a very broad church mm. so and it, you somewhat you think okay look at us this is the society we could be um that this is people making mutually beneficial alliances around shared interests mm. that um so it was lovely that there were funny old men from um, the Free State who were making springbok sausages <laughs> sitting next to the lady from Orange Farm who breeds rabbits and then the rabbits escaped and they all um, <laughs> made a beeline for the poor woman that was selling indigenous seeds because yes. they thought that the stripy Zulu beans were very delicious um, and there were women who had made fermented sorghum drinks and then there were you know other girls who who had, who had this tea that was sort of, you know, again, made from indigenous ingredients, but within the most amazingly sort of hipster packages. <laughs> and, you know, everybody was just sort of in a lovely jumble of people that were interested in what does it mean to be good, clean, fair, and delicious in a South African context. There's a conference as well there, Anna. There is, that there's an organization, a fantastic organization called Izindaba Zokudla. And what they are is they are a collective of township farmers um, who work together with the University of Johannesburg and they share experiences, technology, resources. So it's a, a, a community group that allows everybody to be better farmers. And they are hosting something called the Free People's Conference. Okay. And it is exactly what it says on the label, that it is free to get in. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that you can learn 
you know, if you've got a problem with why are my tomato plants getting this kind of funny mold, then mm. there's somebody who's had that problem before. And, you know, that they share equipment and skills. And, you know, I went last year, grumble, grumble, moan, moan. <laughs> why would I want to go to a conference when there's rabbits and exciting beans outside? And, and actually, it was fantastic that I learned so much I met such interesting people I came home with a whole lot of interesting indigenous bean seeds that um, I planted and you know did lovely things because again you know heritage ingredients are used to our environment that they are much happier in this um, kind of water scarce environment that they don't mind it when there's a drought because that's what they have evolved to cope with. Mm. So what's on the menu, Anna? What can we look it's forward so to? It's so yummy. And that's the lovely thing also is that, you know, slow food has a sense that, you know, being virtuous doesn't mean that you have to taste rubbish. You know, so often, you know, virtuous means that the food has to be grey and tasteless. And that is so not true for the slow food movement. Mm -hmm. that they believe that deliciousness is a human right mm -hmm. um, and that deliciousness exists in multiple cultures. Mm -hmm. And so they've got, they've got a whole nguni cow. Well, the cow is no more. Because <laughs> of course cow, not. <laughs> yeah, the yes. cow is now many different portions. Mm. Um, oh, and what they've done is they've got a thing called the flaming mile, mm. where what they've done is they've given a different portion, nose to tail, of the Nguni cow okay. to a whole range of different high-profile crowding chefs. So mm. Stefano Straffella and the guy from the Michelangelo and... Adele Stila from the Prulis Academy, etc., etc. They've got about 10 really kind of big deal Joburg chefs. Oh, and wow. what they've done is that each one of them has been told that they have to make something interesting with the portion they were given. That you buy a ticket and it's 100 rand, but that out of that you get um, enough, you could share that, that with five people. You get a, a very serious portion. Mm. Um, and then you go around and you eat all these different things that people have done with the Nguni cow. Mm. And then they've got chef students who, if you're not feeling like shelling out 100 rand, for 20 rand, you can, they've got a thing called the Scaftini Challenge, <laughs> which is that the chef students mm -hmm. have been challenged to make the healthiest, most delicious school lunch mm. using traditional ingredients. And so you go around and, and laugh. Yeah, those were seriously good. In fact, that, that the one that, that won was my favorite thing I ate all day, and that was the 20 rand thing. Yeah. And then there's the market. So that's where I'm told the bunnies are back. Um, I'm hoping that, like, that they will be in a slightly less um, precarious enclosure this year. Uh, well, I'm actually not. I'm hoping that they all escape and bounce about and eat all the, the stuff. But the bunnies are back. They're, apparently there's ducks and chickens as well that um, there's the lake fish from Venda, there's the Num Num Jams, the Fane Boss, the Limpopo sausages, achos, could not be more delicious. The market is free. So okay. getting in is free. Yep. Obviously, then you have to, if you want to eat some Venda lake fish, you have to pay the lady from Venda for her <laughs> lake fish, etc. It goes without yeah. saying, hey? I mean, it yes, goes without exactly. saying. The market, you pay for your ingredients, but there's no oh. entrance fee. You can go to the um, conference for free. You can chat to all the people that the 100 rand for the, the cow portions, 20 rand for the scuffatini, 
you know, and, and as much num num jam as you have pennies in your pocket. Oh, and a repeat. Darius is, is, is he's in stitches just talking about the scuff TV. Thanks very much for that. Love that. Uh, we'll be there. Thanks very much for that, Anna. Thank you. Thanks, all right. Anna Trapido. So it's all happening in Soweto. It's called Soweto Eat In. And we'll put up all the details and I'll give you more details later on as well.